talking shit, baby. Every episode, I promise you was lit, baby. Every week, get some shit you can't miss, baby. Dylan Bob, still a vibe. Podcast game solidified, no cap. All fact like a snapper. Stream us on that Spotify or Apple, tap in. Roller coaster ride, strap in. We gon' take you for a ride, just take this shit and stride. All topics, sport the current event. Tell me who more current than this. Good luck with the mother shows. This the best one. Your sister and your brother knows. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shit, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. Yes, sir. Talking shop, episode 74. I'm your host, Bobby Hall. And with me, as always, that's D-Lo, Dylan Savage. What's going on, man? Bobby, it's another beautiful Wednesday on TSP Nation. Thank you to all the listeners out there who have supported, listening, tuning in right now. Um, it's a blessing, and it's an honor. Bobby, how you doing? Um, For the most part, okay. Uh, you know, we got to unfortunately start the episode on another um, low point. You know, we, we talked about on, on the Sunday episode about how just 2020 just continues to not let up and we just keep taking shot after shot. And uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, a few hours after we had recorded that episode, uh, we found out that Chadwick Boseman, um, best known for his roles as you know, Black Panther, he played Jackie Robinson, um, quite a few different roles in the last, you know, six, seven years. Uh, unfortunately, passed away at his home with his family due to colon cancer at the age of 43. Um, gone just way, way too soon. And it was just that one was really sad as well, just because uh, he he represents, um, you know, quite a bit for the African-American community. And I just know that uh, he was held in very high regard, um, you know, because before uh, the Black Panther movies dropped, there, there wasn't, uh, you know, any kind of uh, black superheroes, um, at least prominent ones. And uh, he, you know, he changed all that, and I, I know that it um, really made a lot of people proud. And uh, it just sucks because uh, you know, forty three years old is very, very young. And the thing that um, was, you know, most shocking is it's he held it, um, or you know, he held it to, to himself and, and his family, uh, maybe or maybe his inner circle. Nobody knew, and, he, and he's been dealing with this since twenty sixteen. And um, you've seen how many movies and roles he's he's had and done in that time, and he did it, um, you know, extremely well to that to the highest levels. And you had no idea uh, the things that he was going through, surgeries, and you know, probably some therapies. Um, I don't know if he was doing any kind of chemotherapies, um, but uh, man, just tough. I've been watching some some of his videos of him like surprising fans and just you hear some of the things that they, they would say about him and, and how they um you know feel about him and, and his roles and, and what uh how they touch um how he touches them and it just uh you know one it's extremely sad but two it, it was awesome to know that uh you know he was able to get his flowers while he was here and while he was dealing with those things that he was he could see that you know he was indeed um, you know, making a difference and uh, making change. But uh, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Just you know, super sad, and just um, continuing the trend of of this just disgusting and just uh, sad, disappointing year of uh, twenty twenty. Yeah, and uh, 
it's crazy. I mean, he kept it within his inner circle there and probably for the best because you see this kind of thing gets out. Then you have a bunch of speculation stories just for clicks, unfortunately. Um, and then you see like it could turn into a situation with like the Kobe Bryant death. Um, rest in peace, Kobe, which started this whole year off absolutely in the shithole. And TMZ is the one who broke that story. And then there were speculation stories. This person was in there. That person was in there. And then, like, you didn't even believe, want to believe that his daughter was in there. But that ended up being fact. And with this, it was a reliable source. Came from his source. Um, and just absolute mad respects. Uh, he, he wanted to not be treated any differently. He wanted to, you know, just earn his stripes and not be given, like, a handicap point through life. And he finished it the way he wanted to finish it. So rest in peace. Uh, but on a lighter note, for this episode of TSP, um, one of my good friends, uh, big time childhood friend, known him since kindergarten, uh, he is going to be an author of a book that he's writing, we'll get into that, his exotic lifestyle, a car wreck that possibly changed the directory of his life. We're going to get him into the this or that arena, you can follow him on Instagram at mythandgold. That's Alex Traver. Alex, welcome to TSP, buddy. What's up, man? It's good to have. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> uh, just edit that out. I don't know how that works. Oh, man. I was zoned out. Uh, awesome, though. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. There we go. Definitely keeping that, though, um, for sure. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> I've been waiting for this episode, man. Uh, some people speculating that could be very raunchy. Uh, Bobby is one of those people. Um, and then we have some connections that we all three might be getting into that uh, uh, we talked in po- uh, pre-production, that is. Uh, we all know Paul Tippy, and that is a.k.a. Bucky, as me and you know him uh, more so, Alex. And, uh, you know, he's been listening in. He thinks it's going to be a raunchy episode, but I'm going to prove the listeners wrong. Whoa. You have a lot more. <laughs> yeah, you have a lot more to offer than just the raunchy stories, but we're going to get into that as well. And that's the exotic lifestyle we want to get into. Um, exotic, if you want to call it that, normal to you. Um, but there's a lot of things I want to kind of get into. You're a gamer. And we'll get into that real quick. What kind of games are you playing uh, currently right now? I know you're on the computer side of things. Um, uh, maybe you're still playing Xbox. I don't know. Uh, but if, if, if not, what are you playing? Um,. Nah, Dorian pretty much uh, took over the Xbox completely. I haven't been on there in a good while. So I've been stuck to my computer, but that's all good. Um, let's see. Probably a, a couple months ago, I was just on World of Warcraft Classic. Got back into that. It was like some unfinished business I had to take care of. Because like uh, when it first came out, I was probably, oh, fuck, I don't know, like 10, somewhere around there. I was young as fuck. And I didn't have... The, the mental perseverance, the determination to journey to level 60. And that has bothered me my entire WoW career. It, it, like whenever I do something, I'm like, fuck, if I could have just hit level 60. I'm like the, I don't know if you guys ever, um, uh, it was the Tennessee uh, Titans, but um, one of the Super Bowls, they had lost, uh, they lost the Super Bowl because like the running back, it was like down to the last second. The running back was making the play, and he got tackled one yard away from the touchdown. And that's that's just how I felt. Like everything I did, I was like, "Fuck!" If I could have just hit level sixty, and I went back 
because Blizzard re-released Classic, and I fucking hit level 60. And I feel goddamn good about it. Well, there you go. Congratulations on that for um, conquering, what, your 10-year-old? Your What, you conquered your 10-year-old? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was I don't even know how to word that, honestly. But, yeah, it took, it took uh, me like 300 hours. It was It was sick. I loved it. 300 hours? That's insane. I don't understand WoW. I, I will never understand WoW. I know I gave you shit all the time when I'd come over in, in the childhood days and see you playing on WoW. And I'm just like, Jesus, this game this game sucks to watch. I'm sure it sucks just as much to play. Um, I'm sorry if you like it out there, but uh, it, it, it just doesn't look fun. Something about potion spells and what you have. Uh, but nah, speaking of childhood, about- yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say it's about the community. It's but the, anyway, I was uh, but I was going to say I'm playing Skyrim currently. I, I don't know if you or Bobby have played Skyrim at all. I haven't. I played Oblivion, uh, Skyrim. I haven't really got into. I'm sure it's kind of similar. Bobby, yourself? I put the shit out of Skyrim for a good like year at one point, and then uh, one day I was just like, I am good on running uh, missions or what, whatever you want to call them. I got. Kind of tired myself out of it because that's just how much I'd come home from work and I'd play that for seven hours straight because there was just nonstop stuff uh, to do. And it was a great game, but um, I haven't really played any kind of similar game uh, like that other than um, when I bought a Nintendo Switch, I got uh, Zelda. Um, was it uh, Breath of the Wild? Yes, thank you. And I uh, played that for probably a good three, four months until it kind of ran into the same thing, but. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm a fan of those games for sure. It's been a while since anything's really caught my eye since, uh, you know, that Zelda game, but, um, what is those are called RPGs? Yeah. RPGs, yeah. 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 I haven't played a good one in in a while though. Yeah. They've been lacking. Uh, I mean, the Witcher three was probably the last like amazing one to come out for me anyway, but, um, but Skyrim, I'm back on that and like, I'm a hardcore gamer. So whenever I play something or really anything in life, I like to go to like the extreme, and so with Skyrim, uh, like when well, basically when you die, I, there needs to be consequences for me. And in Skyrim, if you die, you just simply reload, and like you can just reload the last like three seconds of the, like whenever the last time you saved, which was probably three seconds before you're about to get like wrecked or something. So for me, I downloaded a mod where if you die, you're you're dead for good. Like it deletes it, uh, unables you, disables you to reload any previous save of that character. And so that just like heightens the experience. Like, sounds off because everything I do, I'm like, this is it, baby. This is it. I don't know. Something about that sounds really awful. <laughs> For most people, I'm sure. Oh, geez. Uh, speaking of games, though, maybe you can enlighten me on how you haven't downloaded the free game Warzone and played it with your boy yet. Warzone? Oh, Call of Duty? Oh, yeah. Oh, I just can't do if Call of Duty anymore. If you're hindering it on the fact of, I don't know if it was, what was the last BR that we played that was a Call of Duty? I think it was, what, Black Ops? I forgot yes. what they called it, Blackout? Blackout, Blackout, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, that one doesn't even compare. It's a crapshoot. It's a, it, it's Apex for, for, for the, what it's worth, honestly, um, compared to what Warzone is. Warzone really brings, I really hope they carry it over to the Cold War game. Um, speaking of the Cold War game, they actually released, um, its trailer and release date, which is, I think, November 13th, I want to say. Um, 
So keep your eyes out on that. Hopefully they carry Warzone over into that game as well. If it's free, I won't even need to buy Cold War because I'll just have that. Because I just I like the BR. I like BRs a lot. I found out most recently. Yeah, BRs are cool. Um, but like so with Warzone, when you die, what happens? You go to the Gulag. Yeah, see, I mean, and like, granted, that still is a consequence, but like with Blackout and uh, PUBG when I played that, and uh, oh fuck, there was another one in there somewhere. Um, it wasn't a bad one either, but I love it, and I, know, I get why pe- most people won't, be- or most people don't, because when they die and they're, and they're playing with friends, like they got to watch their friend for like ten minutes if they die, like right off the get go. But I fucking love like the permanent death, like so you die, like that's it, and that's what I love about like Blackout and. And granted, Blackout wasn't my favorite, but um, uh, there was totally another big BR in between. Like it was right after PUBG, and you, you oh Fortnite, never mind. That wasn't that. I th- I'm no. not Fortnite, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of it either. Um, I do. I would yeah, say I- um, it, I'm kind of veering off to the right here a little bit, away from the, the BRs for a minute. But as far as us three, uh, one of the the coolest things that we did, and it was really. The only time I ever played with you guys together, G- me and Dylan GTA still play together, but GTA, man, them, uh, them little yeah. online missions do that. Them, uh, what the hell are they called? Heists, I think maybe. Is that, is that what they're called? But, yeah, um, yeah. Yep. Us three, and I believe uh, a lot of times it was probably Josh, wasn't it, with us? Usually there was yeah. a foursome. Yeah. Those were fucking fun, really fun. Um, it seems like um, Rockstar is just kind of <laughs> squeezing out every single penny and nickel and dime they can get out of that. That franchise, or not the franchise, but that exact game, GTA Five, uh, while everyone's clamoring for a six, but um, that's a great game. It is, it is, because the story mode was cool, and then they started the online shit, and then after that, I think they announced that you could do co-op online missions, which I think there was like five or six of them that we did. Um, I think around the time where uh, we were all three working together too, if I'm remembering correctly. But yeah, man, really fun, and that had to have been like. Yeah, probably about since you said you've been gone about what four years, Dylan. It's probably about that. Yeah, that long. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because Dorian yeah, was man. just born uh, when we were doing all that. So yeah, it was probably about like four and a half years or something like that. That's awesome. That's, yeah, that's that was- it's so crazy. Time flies, dude. That's I kind of <laughs> basically Florida's been like my college, I guess. So I'm graduating and going back to Ohio. But yeah, it's, it's more mean, like hitting the reset button again. You still working at uh, Planet Fitness? Yeah, I'm still working there, and um, man, I gotta tell you, I I, I need to uh, get away from customer service for oh, sure. Shit, yeah. yeah. I liked XPO Logistics just for the grand like scheme of like not being able to, or you like you go to work, you clock in, you work with the people you work with, and you love the people you work with because that's how it always turns out. No matter where you work, and no matter how much you hate your job, you love the people you work with because you all <laughs> deal with the same shit, and you all understand it. So that's what I like about it. But you don't have to deal with the customers. Because the customers don't know what the shit you're dealing with and know everything that you've been dealing with all day. So they're coming there and they're just running their mouths and whatever the case is. And I mean, this is a rare occasion, um, but they just don't understand what you've been through for the, the entirety of your tenure there. So uh, your coworkers usually do. So if you're just going to a job that you have just your coworkers, you got your job, you're doing your job, you go home, you don't have to deal with the outside noise. That's the most ideal job for me. So, Oh, for sure. Customer service sucks dick i could not do that i could right yeah it's it's not ideal um but yeah man going and moving on back to the childhood stories like i said in the beginning 
you have been in the Traver household probably has been um, a huge spot for the childhood uh, memories. There's some stories that came to my mind. We were doing this episode and we planned for this episode, bringing you on um, pretty some graphic stuff, uh, but a lot of funny stuff as well. Like airsoft airsoft. That was fun. We had some airsoft wars out on uh, uh, your land where we had uh, the corn crib, the barn area, uh, we even expanded up to Michigan at one point, and I think the Verdugo's household at one point as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, airsoft was some other story. Oh. Yeah, and then there's times that what your dad would cut up like wood swords. You'd play like medieval times. Yeah, that's going back a bunch of yeah, even further. Which yeah, that's yeah, hope like we'd have like uh, crushed up bottle cans or not uh, bottle cans, bottle caps as like yeah. gold coins and shit. Like we'd go, we'd go hard. It was dope. Yeah, I'd be the bartender. I don't even. I think I'd like uh, sit behind some kind of like wood desk, and uh, yeah, man. There's a lot, a lot of good friends, a lot of good memories. Uh, Wait, what, at- the, uh, what were the grotesque stories? <laughs> One that came to my mind. Dude, it was a, it's a burnt image in my mind. I scarred me, honestly. Yeah, it is. Yep, <laughs> yep. It's Elena loves that dude. story. Elena loved that story, <laughs> and it's it, it it so gross. Yeah, I I don't even know what the fuck we were doing. Um, was it alive or dead already, or was it wounded and you wanted to put it out of its misery? I don't know. Uh, let's just it for was the one of those. Like, let's just assume that we had a heart or something and it was wounded. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the case. I think that was I, I'm 100. percent Not just to like backtrack on anything, but I'm pretty sure 100 percent that it was that was the case. You were, uh, it was wounded and you saw it was struggling. Yeah, you know, it was in a mouse trap, I believe, and it did, the mouse trap didn't kill it. I don't think it was. I think I just found it on the fucking grass. <laughs> and uh, man, yeah. So I mean, there was like a glass smasher, like a it's like a, a big stick with like a giant steel square on the bottom. I don't know what it exactly was, but I put the mouse on a tree stump and I fucking smashed it. I glass smashed it, and it, it guts just sprayed out all over Dylan, and he was like, ah, and like ran into the house. <laughs> Fucking Elena dies every time she thinks of that story. I loved it. I, I mean, disgusting, but it's one of the few. Yeah, that's definitely one of the few times where it's just like I'll never forget that. <laughs> oh, dude, I remember instantly, dude. It t- touched my arm. It touched my arm, and like my instant reaction, I have to fucking wash myself. Like that was my instant reaction. So like I ran in the house and w- went right to the bathroom. That was um, yeah. I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure I'm fairly certain it was dead. I mean, it wasn't moving like we put it on the tree stump thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was definitely not there. Yeah, but it was full. It was yeah, it's disgusting. It, you know, I've done more horrible things. I mean, just like, <laughs> just like you know, pointlessly, just like shooting birds out of the sky just because like I'm a kid with a BB gun and I'm like, it's just like I was an asshole, but. Uh, yeah, that's one of the ones where uh, that sticks with me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And other than that, like inside the house stories, and this would kind of bridge us into the next segment of connections and, and all three of us people that we know, possibly. Um, and that is, I know Matt had uh, friends that would come over and we would throw these fucking, what, they looked like jewels. Oh yeah, man, Bobby. Yeah, like, you know so, that at all? 
<clears throat> Sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I met him a few times in the Rossford crew. Uh, obviously, all thanks to uh, to Paul there. And um, I don't think I ever ever made it out to uh, the barn there. I've heard some stories, a lot of stories actually. But um, yeah, I've definitely he's definitely came out to a couple of shindigs of ours and the the lake the lake boys. But um, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, I remember him. he was he, and I haven't seen I probably haven't seen him in probably ten years at least. Yeah, I believe it. That makes sense. But uh, yeah, Bucky was definitely like the binding glue for basically everyone, like the Rossford area, the Lake area, and I'm sure there's another area somewhere in there. But Bucky was the guy. Everyone knows. That's Paul Tip. If you guys don't know who Bucky is, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the jewels. That was fucking crazy. Yeah, we- yeah. Like we would just like be on each side of the room and start whipping these plastic hard jewels at each other. And yeah. there's no there's no sense to it really. I don't, oh, I don't know what we really see. There was we haul up in these pillow fortresses, like on either side of the hallway upstairs, and just fucking yeah. whip them across. And we had we just like these things too. Yeah, fifth and sixth graders going up against high schoolers. <laughs> it's just getting decked massacre. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm just like, as, as a parent now, I'm like, fuck, like I I would not want these fucking things just all over my house, like it. Right, yeah, and then that's one thing, too, and that's another connection I want to bring up before we move on to that, because uh, I don't want to be all over the place, but uh, staying on to the connections with Bucky, that's one of them that connects all three of us there, and there's another one that I'm pretty sure, he was on this episode, or not this episode, this uh podcast before, and that's Alex Campbell, does that ring a bell? I know him, uh, some, I mean, like, I never actually, I probably never even talked to the guy, but I know him. Okay, yeah. I th- for some reason, I thought he was—he's been to the Traver Estates before. And- yeah, he has. Um, okay. Again, like it's just—he wasn't there. Like uh, he wasn't one of the, like the 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 fearsome triad, which was like right, right. You know, Kyle Bucky and like Jeff maybe, and but he was there sometimes. I just never talked to him. Right. Does uh does your mom still have the the bell in the front yard? Maybe. Hell yeah, man! Hope so. That she uh, started she there anymore. So, oh really? Yeah. I've missed so much, man, dude. I've missed so much. That's crazy. That's news right. to me. Quick, just like a quick thing. I don't even know how much you know about it. it might blow your mind, but like my dad and mom are divorced, and she, I think I knew that. Okay, yeah. So she's out of there. Um, so my dad lives there right now, but I don't know if the bell's there. I haven't been there in a while. Oh, gotcha. Well, I mean, if hopefully, because I mean, the bell signified the start of many wars going back to the airsoft talk and chatter but it's been it's been great um but getting back more to you alex you are in the in the process and i'm not sure how long you've been in the process i feel like every time i've talking to you you're writing something but you told me that you're writing a book and you're pretty in the thick of it not sure how much you have to go or when it's going to be complete or how long you've been even working on it but if you want to discuss on that at all what the book is about um what kind of direction you're going, how much time you have left, uh, anything like that? Um, I mean, I've been writing yeah, for years. Uh, I mean, I want to create, and you know, ideally, I guess, you know, like a movie would be sweet or a video game, like awesome. But, you know, you don't require a crew of like 200 people to write a book. So, book it is. But, um, again, yeah, I've been writing for, like I don't know, five years or something. And uh, I did write one book. Uh, and that was total dog shit. I, I didn't even like 
try to go anywhere with it. I wrote, I wrote it all and it was an awesome experience. Cause it just showed me like, like kind of with the wild thing, like it just showed me I could do it. Um, but then going back and reading it and uh, trying to edit that mess was just impossible. So we ditched that one pretty quick, but the one I'm currently on and I've learned a lot and I'm pretty hopeful about it is, uh, the one I'm currently on is a modern dark horror book. Um, and the thing is, I can't really explain much because I'm like a guy who I don't want to spoil anything. Like I'm the kind of guy who watches like I Fair want to, I don't watch a trailer for movies like period. But um, but like say if I have no idea what a movie's about, like I'll, I'll watch the trailer. But as soon as it piques my interest, I'll just snap that trailer right off because oftentimes it's like they reveal way too much in there. But I mean. <laughs> The sum it up. I mean, it's like a again, it's a dark modern horror, gritty. Um, involved. It's called the Dragon. Uh, basically, keep an eye out for it. Maybe in the next like couple of years, it'll be finished. But uh, if you're into move or into books that uh, just a very gritty tone, very like realistic tone, because I love just anything that's like realistic. And I should say because it's called the dragon because uh, it kind of has a take on like uh, the mythology of an actual dragon only in a very darkened uh, manner. Uh, it's very cult-like, but um, so the point that I'm getting at, I guess, is that it's very realistic in that if you injected a dragon into say our world, like not much would change with us. I mean, like we'd still, We'd still be us. We still obey the laws of physics and all that stuff. It's just we now we have a dragon existing. So I mean, take it like that. So yeah, it's not realistic because it's got a dragon. But just imagine a dragon in our world. Nothing else changing. Like there is a beast here, and that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. When we when we expecting the co- a completion of this? Like I said, I, I don't fucking know. Uh, it's not like uh, <laughs> whenever you get it done, it's done. Yeah, I would I would guess probably in the next couple of years. Um, yeah, that'd be my guess. It's like Stephen King esque. Honestly, I hate Stephen King. I get that he's oh, a wow. master. Yeah, I get that he's a master of his craft. I don't like any of his books. Um, I don't like his writing style. Uh, I just Do you like any of the movies his books are based on? I like The Shining which was the original one, which was done by Stanley Kubrick and uh, Stephen King even hated that rendition of it. So it's like, I, wow. yes, I mean, I don't really like anything. I think Stephen King's like, like I said, he's a master of his craft, just not for me. Uh, fair enough. I mean, you're going to have people that uh, love your book and, you know, absolutely not like your book. Yeah. But, right. I mean, that's hey. the fear. I mean, that you guys, both of you, no doubt, uh, I mean, have, you know, thought of or faced even is that like, you know, just that criticism out there? Like, cause there's always yeah. going to be just some prick who's got a chip on their shoulder. Calling cucks on the show. Yeah. Some cuck who just fucking just, just wants to watch the world burn. So like, no matter how good it is, no matter anything, like they're just, they just want to shit on something and yeah, you can't yeah. please anyone or everyone. I should say. Right. Right. Yeah, so something else I wanted to really get into, Alex, with you is, um, you know, there there was a time where someone asked you to, uh, hey, do you want to go to Walmart with me? 
Hopefully. and get some chapstick. Yeah, yeah. And you, you being someone who never ever wants to go out anywhere, being the hermit that you were and probably still are, um, you decide to go out that night to go get some chapstick and how that ended up. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Bobby. Do you know anything about this? Like, has Dylan filled you in on this? No, not at all. I'm I'm actually interested to kind of hear uh, how this all played out. Oh man, I mean, it was it's been retold so many times by me that like I've kind of like uh, it's been cut down into this summarized version. So, but yeah, more or less, she was like, "You want to get some chapstick?" And yeah, I mean, I was I was a hermit, you know, still am. I'm like ice. I like the isolation. I'm not big on uh, people, but um like i was friends with her at the time and uh and i was horny like let's not beat around the bush so i was like yeah sure still uh, are uh, right I, I, that's I, that's one thing that's always been consistent in my life i've always been horny uh, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> so yeah went and got some chapstick and came back in her car i mean like we were we went to walmart got the chapstick and then she I mean, it was real quick. Like it was nothing, anything more than planned to be like 10 minutes. Um, I think she just wanted company to go get the chapstick, whatever. Um, so on our way back, she's taking me home. We pass my house. Um, and we were like, fuck. Uh, so, I mean, like naturally we just go to the next driveway and we live on uh, route 20. So it's a highway and they're going 55 miles an hour. Um, so planning to turn into the next driveway she goes and she goes to turn and uh time just slows down for me right there uh because i look over and she's turned and i just see a pair of headlights coming at me because it was night so i just see a big old pair of headlights and time like literally slowed down for me and i've heard this before with people who've been in accidents and other situations similar to that but like time actually slowed down to where i was like Whereas like probably a matter of like half a second, it felt like a good three or five seconds. And I was just like looking at the headlights and I was like, ah, damn it. This is going to be good. And I just get fucking smoked and our car goes flying off the road into the grass of the house we were going to turn into. And so for the moment while we're flying and on the impacts, like it was so quick. I, I didn't even like, uh, there's no memory of it. it was, but as soon as we landed in the grass, um, I'm conscious still, and but I can't breathe. So all I know is that we were smoked, uh, and I can't breathe. And like I'm like, oh shit, like this ain't fucking good. Like what just happened? So I'm trying to get my breath back, and I'm assuming it's just like you know, anytime you land, get thrown down, and you just get the breath taken out of you, something like that. So I couldn't breathe, and then like five seconds later, I breathe, um, because I had a breath held up in me, so I exhale. And then blood just splatters on the, onto my airbag. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, that's really probably not good. Uh, fortunately, I realized pretty quickly that because uh, I thought my first thought was like, oh, shit, this was coming from inside me. Like, that's, uh, that's no bueno. Um, but pretty quickly, I, found, I realized that my head uh, had taken some like glass shrapnel, essentially, and it was bleeding. So when it was bleeding, it was coming down my head onto my lips. And so when I exhaled, it just right there on the... Uh, the airbag so it wasn't coming from inside me so that's that's good um so first thought was like ouch i can feel my leg like it's inside me essentially but first thing was i didn't want to get hit again so i'm asking uh because people start running outside like the people in the house and people have pulled over 
I'm asking like, are we in the road still? Cause like, if so, I want to try to get out of the car. Cause again, last thing I want is to get smoked again. I don't know if I would have been able to, you know, make that one. So, um, but we turns out, no, we're good. We, we got thrown into the, the grass with the car. Um, and Caitlin, which, I mean, I don't know if names are like good here, but you can just edit it out if not, but, um, but Caitlin, first names are fine. Okay. Uh, she, so she's freaking out obviously. Um, and it was her dad's car. And so I'm like getting my, you know, gathering my wits and Caitlin's like, she's freaking out. All she has is seatbelt bruisings and she unbuckles and I'm getting my phone out. She's like, give me your phone. And I'm like, <laughs> she's like, give me your phone. I want to call my dad. And I'm like, fuck no, I'm calling 911. So I pull the phone out. I dial 911 and I'm telling the operator, like where we are, I'm asking, uh, the owner of the house, like what's the address and stuff. And I get the cops on the way there. So in the meantime, I'm, I'm sitting there. And again, I realize I can feel my leg, my hip, like uh, inside of me, like it just pushed into me. I knew something was wrong there. Uh, just my whole leg was screwed up. Uh, my hand was freezing as fuck. Cause it was like winter time and we had a pop in the car and I, that just exploded. Uh, and my hand was all cut up from the glass. I think I instinctively raised my hand to my head um, and it caught all the, the window glass. My hands just bleeding everywhere. And it, again, it's freezing out. So my hands just getting fucked up. Um, so we're waiting. She gets out of the car. I'm like, yeah, I want to try to get out of the car, but uh, there's just no way. <laughs> like I, I tried to like move and it was just like, eh, eh, it's not going to happen. Uh, and like, if I, maybe if I had to, I could, but also the door was broken in. So I, that was no opening that, um, eventually. Oh yeah. So during the time I'm waiting, my mom calls me. And I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty cool about all this. Um, so my mom calls me, I pick up, I'm like, hello. And she's like, Hey, uh, just checking on you, seeing if you're okay. And I'm like, no, nah, I was in an accident. And she was like, she laughed and she was like, I was like, no, nah, I'm like really in an accident. She's like, Oh, sh- like, are you serious? Like, are you kidding with me? And I'm like, no, like I, I just down the street, like, uh, we got hit. And then, so she hangs up the phone, tells Ryan and Ryan, just fucking darts out and just starts running, uh, running with my mom. And my mom's like, uh, like, I'm like, Oh man, my adrenaline's pumping. Like let's fucking go. And then of course, like Ryan just like passes or like flies by. Cause I mean, my mom's not like very fast. So Ryan gets there. Uh, and they, I mean, they can't really do anything, but just watch again. I'm like trapped in the car and then my mom gets there, but she sees that I'm chill and then I'm okay. Um, and then eventually the emergency, um, personnel get there. And they get up to the window and they're like, Hey, like what's wrong? And I'm like, I tell them my leg's broken. Um, and then, uh, so they're like, okay. And then they put a bag over my head and then they jaws a life me out of the car, uh, which is pretty dope. Um, and they put the bag over my head. So like fucking shrapnel wouldn't just like fly into my face or something. Uh, so they get me out of there, put me on a stretcher, take me to the ambulance and I'm off. My mom rides with me, I think, or she rides in the passenger seat of the ambulance. Um, so we're off to the hospital. So I'm in the back with somebody and they're talking to somebody on the phone, like uh, calling it in the, uh, to the hospital and say, we got a, we got a person who was hit by a semi truck and I shoot up. I'm like, Holy fuck. Like I was hit by a semi truck. And they were like, eh, it was like a, uh, like a utility truck. Uh, I don't know if you guys know what that is. I don't know the name for it, but it's just like, uh, I'm assuming it is like some kind of like pickup truck looking thing. I don't know. Like, but, like electrical companies use. Yeah. I would, I would imagine it's something like that. I don't know, but it, whatever it was, it was classed as like a semi. Um, but anyway, so he's messing with my leg 
and uh, he's pushing on it. And all I can really feel is my hip. Uh, just anything down from there, I can't feel anything. But he's messing with it. He, he goes to my shin bones and he's messing around with it. And I can hear a grinding going on because he's fucking messing with my tibia and fibula. And they're they're broken. And so he's just grinding them together. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's not good. And he's like, you feel anything? I'm like, nope. Um, he gave me a little dose of morphine or whatever, whatever the good stuff was. Yeah, that's what he called it. Um, so we're traveling. We get to the hospital. And I'm carted in. I've, I mean, time's flying pretty quick now. I'm carted in. And pretty quickly, I'm surrounded by like six doctors. And they're checking me out. They cut off my pants and uh, my sweatshirt, which was unfortunate. Because my sweatshirt, was, which was white, was covered in blood. And I liked the sweatshirt. So that was unfortunate. They cut my pants off. I'm ass naked. Dick's flopping out. I'm feeling pretty good, though. Like I, I'm like, yeah, this is a good dick day. So we're all good. Um <laughs> So they're checking me out, going all over me, like turning me and something like that. And then like all of a sudden, one of the doctors just shoves his thumb right up my ass. Did not see that coming. I was like, whoa. So so simultaneously, I got hit with a car and lost my anal virginity. So that was cool. But, hey, good dick day though, man. That's that's what I was talking about. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Good dick day. That's because I never were- had one of those before. So <laughs> Fuck the accident. It's yeah, a good dick yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah, because there were some hotties there too. So, um, yeah, for sure. Uh, so we carry on, and uh, I don't know. I remember the exact order. I think before this um, was when they were like transferring my transferring me from table to table, like getting X rays and doing all these things. But holy fuck! Like I had a broken my entire leg was broken. I like I broke my uh, my femur uh, at the hip joint. Like uh, under like at the neck of the femur, and then I broke my fibula and tibula. Um, but so they were transferring me from table to table, and oh my god, it's like in the 21st century. I'd expect there would be some kind of like convenient mechanism to like slide the top of the table onto the next without move physically moving me to each table. Like they'd lift me up, slide me down to the next one, and oh my god, like after like five different times, it was like. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm holding back tears now because it was bad. It's like, oh, I just would have imagined there'd be some kind of mechanism where it's like, yeah, like let's just you know have them on one table and put them on this. It's it was bad. That's a billion dollar idea. If I ever heard, <sighs> that's what I'm saying. So anyway, and then and then so after that, I think that's when I was swarmed by doctors. I got the thumb up my ass, um, and then, I'm assuming that was to check for internal bleeding. Um, but then after that, uh, they've strolled me off and I was like with a, there was a hottie nurse over me and I was like, like you, my nurse, cause I'm drugged up by now. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, awesome. And she's like, I'll take that as a compliment. And I'm like, yeah. And then I pass out after that. So I don't remember anything past that, but, uh, but she wasn't my nurse after that. So I don't know if I scared her off or <laughs> I don't know. That's a start to a lot of movies I've watched in my day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah. I've seen that movie. I've seen that video before. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, uh, shooters got to shoot, man. Even when you're crippled as you were, you, you got to shoot your shot. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's crazy. But before you Alex, the ass to see a hot nurse, you know, I, I think it's worth it. Right. I mean, yeah, exactly. Honestly, I mean, honestly, the whole event, and I'll, I've always said this, I loved it. I mean, like, uh, it was, I always wanted to see how I'd react in like a big situation like that. Did exactly as I thought I would, which was nice because everyone likes to think that they're going to be cool about it. 
but uh, I was calm. I was cool. I did what I had to do, and I, fuck it, I got a bad leg, and I I love it. I, it's like a little like quirk about me, uh, where it's like, and sometimes I get a limp, and also on top of that, it's like because I'm, I'm squatting almost 400 pounds, but it's like uh, just anybody who's like, eh, I got like eh, my knees hurt or something like that. It's like yeah, I mean, my whole leg's bad, but like you know do what you can do like because i'm squatting 400 pounds here so you can at least put up like the bar right uh it's just it's just awesome i love my bad leg yeah and i'm glad you got into that because uh the fitness life that's kind of what your instagram is kind of revolving around your your fitness um uh how is that going i know you got the home gym and you're squatting 400 pounds now almost hell yeah man I haven't actually put up 400. I just put up 375. I'm going to have to get with you, though. I'm going to have to get with you when I get back to Ohio because um, I'm going to need a home gym and I'm going to have to know what you got because I want to be able to build my own home gym for the family as well down uh, in the Dayton area. For sure, dude. For sure. I can help with that. But yeah, Alex, before we get you into the this or that TSP arena and some final question from uh, Bobby that we ask all of our guests, um, you know, I have to ask. I last time we had you on here, uh, you you were noting that you're on Tinder. You're looking for other uh, what was it? Other wives to fuck. You should have. Um, he also said too he, he would would um settle for the devil's threesome as well. So yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, you should have started so off just... this conversation because I could go on and on about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't you even have like a Viagra story you wanted to share? Something that happened at work. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm say I wanted to share that one too, but we'll save that one. I'm not going to ruin the the surprise there. But well, I mean, you might so as well just bring it back on. I mean, what? <laughs> we have Viagra. What? Oh man. Uh, all right. So, so I was at work, and uh, well, all right. So previously, there's a, there's a friend at work who uh, he is he is fine. Like he is totally fine. But he's like a sex addict in every sense of the word. Gotta uh, be Leffler. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> JK. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying any games. That's, no, that's fine. Just, yeah, yeah. That's like the only person I know left from that place. I got you. Um, but I mean, he, he fucks a lot. And I won't even get a number. Um, but he, he fucks a lot. Anyway, so... He, we know a guy, uh, he's cool. He sells stuff. He sold, he sells Viagra. And so this guy bought the Viagra again. He doesn't need it. He already went to the doctor and she was like, Whoa, like, no, your testosterone's fine. Like you don't need this anyway. So he does it anyway. He gets it. And then he's regaling me on how just like awesome it is. Uh, his dick has just been like, boom, rock fucking hard. Uh, like like a harder than uh, Chinese math is what he says. And so he, so I messaged him the day before and I'm like, fine. Like I'll try some, like bring some to work. Uh, I just want to try it over the weekend because I, I do know if I ever do get like that friend to fuck, like the first time we're going to fuck, I'm not risking a bad dick day. I'm getting a Viagra that uh, just in case, like, so I don't have to worry about anything. So he comes to work with the Viagra and um, I thought he was going to have it like in a little bag. Like I, I thought it was a pill. I thought it was going to be in a little bag. But no, he comes with the whole bottle and it's liquid. And so I'm like, uh, fuck, like, what are we doing? Like, I, I, I want to take this when I go home. I don't want to take it right now. And he's like, no, you got to take it now. 
And I'm like, dude, like, I want the, you know, I want it to last over the weekend. I don't know how this stuff works. And he's like, dude, just take it now. It'll last over the weekend. Anyway, so under peer pressure, I take it. And of course, I do like double dose what is recommended. And he just starts squirting it in my mouth. And then so I go inside. And this was at the start of our shift. I go inside. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, first I'm going to look up. Yeah, of course, now I decide to, but I, now I'm going to look up how Viagra works. And one, it like typically only works for like six hours, like the, the optimal time frame for it. It's like within six hours and it gets out of your system within like 24. This is for Viagra. Like there's like Cialis and other stuff. But, um, and so I'm looking at it and it's like, okay, one, I just took like double dosage. So that's great. Hopefully, you know, I don't get like a, a preapsism or something where my dick does stay hard for like four fucking hours. Um, and I also read that like, it doesn't just give you a boner. You have to like, you know, it just basically makes it easier to get a boner. So it's like, okay, so I'm going through my work day and um, I have Elena send me a Snapchat, you know, like a raunchy Snapchat. I'm like, oh Yeah. So hi, she sends me the Snapchat and, uh, I'm showing my bud and, um, he's like, or, you know, we're like, oh yeah, that's nice. She sends me a Snapchat back being like, all right, now send me a picture of your cock. Cause I'm like, I'm telling her how like, you know, like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Uh, she's like, send me a picture of your cock. And I'm like, oh fuck. Like I'm at work, but my work, my, my work buddy's like, do it. Like you got to do it. So I'm like, okay. So I'm on lunch. I go out to the car. And it's like 95 degrees. I'm sweating balls in here. Uh, but no less, like I'm going to get the dick pic going. So I take my pants off, just fully off in the car. And um, so I'm sitting there ass naked in the car, sweating balls. And I make sure to position my car so that, like, the, so the parking lot is a one-way. The arrows tell you to go uh, counterclockwise. So I position it so that if anybody like basically comes in and is going around, I'll see them. Um, so I'm like, okay, we're good. I'm in the car, you know, and like, I'm like, I'm getting it there. I'm, uh, that's all I'm, I'm getting it there. And, uh, and it's like, holy shit, my dick is like, that shit was harder than a fucking steel post. It actually felt like it was like numb. It was like tingling a little bit at the base. It was like somebody injected cocaine right into the trunk of my dick. It was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, the trunk. Yeah, boy, dick. <laughs> the burrito, dick yeah. Trunk. Wow, exactly. <laughs> and so it was, it, it was crazy. So I'm like, this is gonna be awesome if I ever do, like, you know, get to use it outside of the fucking work. Um, and so because you know, sometimes my wife will come down and she'll like, you know, give me a little love, love at work, like during lunchtime. I like because she's that fucking awesome. But it, it <laughs> was, yeah. yeah. So it was no, no luck then uh, that day because uh, with quarantine, you know, we couldn't find a babysitter. Yada yada. So I'm in him a car. Again, I don't even have it turned on because I'm just planning on being in my car for a little bit. Um, so it's sweating balls. I get a good dick pic. Or I'm working on it, and so I get my dick out, and then I'm like trying to get a good one. And I flap it on my steering wheel just for reference, like the size reference. So I flop it on the steering wheel and I take a picture and I finally find a good one that I'm like, yeah, this is good. And then, so put my dick away, send it, pull up my pants. And then I turn my head and sure fucking enough, some asshat decided to go clockwise, decided to go against the arrows of the parking lot. <laughs> and I turn my head and there's this guy in his car 
just staring at me. <laughs> like he was about ready to park. And I turned and I'm, he's just staring at me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So, I mean, there's not much you could do. He was, no doubt, he's seen it all. Me with my meat flopped out under the steering wheel, snapping pictures. Uh, so I just look him in the eye and give him a nod. And I've never talked to him again. <laughs> it was, it ruined. Not a respect. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It, did you give it, it back? No, no, he definitely did not. He was shook. No, he, he was confused. He didn't know what to do. If it's, he probably ain't never seen something like that before. <laughs> I well, hopefully he probably, I, he's, he probably like that's a lot of dick. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I make sure <laughs> I, I make sure to avoid him at all costs. I. <laughs> Yeah, he's about to go to HR. Yeah. Well, this was thankfully this was like a couple months ago, so I think I'm good. But, um, but man, if it's, Dylan, especially you having worked there, if you knew who it was, you'd fucking die laughing. Will uh, you tell us off air? Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll probably it. know who it is too. I'm curious, but yeah, yeah I'll for say sure, for sure. I'm really glad we got that story in there. Uh, but to wrap things up now, uh, with like the Tinder aspect of things, are you still looking for a friend to fuck? Um, how are things going on that end? Has any progress been made since the last time we spoke? Oh, man. Um, let's see. I mean, no progress really has been made. Uh, it's Tinder. I don't know how people fucking hook up at all on that thing. I mean, I'm not trying to just, I think the hookup culture is like, eh, not really for me. Like I'm trying to find a friend who also wants to fuck. So like just going there, hooking up. Uh, I feel like that's just asking for diseases. I don't know. So, um, but even then I haven't even gotten really any hookup offers either. And I'd consider myself a decent looking guy at least. Um, and like, I'm just like, I'm getting like pretty much nothing. I've gotten some matches, and if I could show you guys, like they are smoking, but they haven't gone anywhere. Uh, like I message them and they don't message back. Uh, I mean, have you let any of them know that you're having a good dick day, or have you had not had one since since the accident? Oh, no, <laughs> I've had I've had plenty of good dick. Days. That's, that's that's a good billboard right there. You know, so you <laughs> was the accident? Hey. I don't know. <laughs> girls, girls are. Uh, I, it'll scare them off if I'm mention anything about my dick i feel like well i mean i gotta show them i'm having a good dick day uh you know i've taken the thumb in the ass so if you're you're that kinked up hey no, I, I, I could say i've tried it i don't want to do it again uh <laughs> that that one's off for me it's not it's not my thing okay maybe the doctor's thumb was a little big but you know, a little coarse okay um yeah, we we definitely had it because that was one thing. Obviously, we only had you on for a couple minutes on the season two finale, and, and that was like the main focal point. So we had to definitely at least reach back out and, and get the update on that. Hopefully, uh, you know, you find that uh, that friend because um, as, as we come to find out, uh, you're a horny man. Yes. Um, I because and and we I don't know if it's a roster thing because Dylan is definitely one of the more hornier people I know out there. So is it something they put? In the water out there, or is it? Is it maybe the, some of the lunches they served at Ross? Were like, what, what's up with you guys? Maybe yeah, I, let's go I, with the Big Daddy pizzas on Fridays, man. <laughs> it's got to be. But I will say, I mean, like, I mean, life's life's rough for a guy uh, trying to just like not look for a relationship. Uh, I mean, like, I'll, I'll just say, evolution did not account for dating sites when it came to like mating habits because men are the pursuers women are the pursued and for good reasons uh i mean men can have virtually unlimited 
offspring, women have a select few. So they want to basically, you know, pick their mates. Men are just trying to basically, they throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks as it is. So like with Tinder for me, and again, I might just be like extra picky because I've gotten likes and stuff. I've gotten, I don't know, like total, maybe like 50, 60 likes or something. Um, and that's with me putting it out there, what I'm looking for. Like if I was like acting like I was uh, looking for a relationship, I'd probably pick up some more, but, um, and then very few of those have been like anything to brag about. And again, it's, it hasn't gone anywhere, but so I've gotten like 50, 60, uh, over like the last couple of months and my wife who is more of an insecure person and it's as they tend to be, it seems, um, I have, I told her to get on get on Tinder to see what you pull in. Um, she's not like really as interested in any of this stuff whatsoever. So it was basically like, see what you pull in, get a little ego boost as she thought I was like the hot one in the relationship. Anyway, she gets on and, uh, we're making her profile and we put on there basically even more straightforward than mine. I mean, it's like, she put like, you know, I'm married, but looking for friends to have fun with, uh, it pretty, you know, it's pretty out there. Uh, so we make her profile and we like, as soon as we hit start, it says 10, she has 10 likes. It says she has 10 likes. And I'm like, how is that even possible? Like it was like literally as soon as we hit start, there was 10 up there. And I thought maybe like, it was like, uh, like, a, I don't know, like a bots or something. Um, but no, as we go on in the first hour, she's had, uh, it was 300 people likes and in the first 24 hours she was at 3000 like and these aren't like guys that are uh like this is like top of the line this is the cream of the crop like these guys were collegiate athletes um there was like <laughs> there was an indian guy or not indian he was middle eastern um and he looked like superman like he actually looked like superman <laughs> Um, and there was, a there's like this, like funny Irish, good looking guy. I mean, like they were all over the place and like, again, many of them were just top of the line. And we, so I told her to hit like on them, just, you know, whatever you're like interested in hit like, on them. I thought you were, I thought you were about to say, okay, okay, let's uh, delete this now. <laughs> no, no, I'm like, okay. So I said before that, like, uh, when you had me for like three minutes that I magically got over jealousy. Well, that's wrong. I am over like jealousy. I got control on that emotion. It felt like it magically went away. And though it did feel like magic, it was, you know, through years of trying to overcome my own insecurities and trust issues. But now I do have good control of jealousy, but I hadn't felt it in a while, like long time. I thought it actually was gone. So when this happened, I actually felt a little ping of jealousy crop up and I was like, oh, so that's what that feels like. But I, I got control over it immediately uh and like it wasn't a, it was just like oh okay so i told her to hit like on a couple of them uh and so she picked like the ones i just mentioned uh in fact i think the collegiate athlete might have been someone we knew but um like that we went to roster with um but I, I i can't i wasn't for sure but um so there was him uh and there was the the superman and there was the irish guy and and there was a few more all of them in five minutes messaged her like, Hey, what's up? Hey, beautiful. Like, you know, all this stuff. And like, it's just like going at her. Uh, and then, uh, so the collegiate athlete was like, uh, you got a husband. And she was like, yeah. And he was like, so you just looking for dick? Cause if so, I'm game. So 
five minutes and she's already secured a good old penis. Two months for me and I haven't got <laughs> shit. That's uh, how it goes, man. Yeah, it is how it goes. Fun, like, yeah, we so, are less picky as men. No, yeah. I mean, again, like we are the pursuers. Women are the pursued. And again, for good reason. It's just, again, I don't think it accounted for dating sites because if you want to be it, like if you just want to slut, man, you can slut as a woman. Like, holy shit. Like I said, 3,024 hours, all of them down to fuck right there. It was like, it was crazy. Life. It was crazy <laughs> uh, witnessing because I read the differences before. Uh, like what to expect, especially being like in a more open relationship. Um, and that's typical, like women have no problems finding partners for that. And then men typically do. Um, I, but like, I did not expect that vast of a gap. It was crazy. And uh, so when he said the when the athlete said, so are you just looking for dick? Cause I'm game. Elena was like too embarrassed to even say anything. Like she didn't want to say anything. She was done at that point. So I took the phone and I was messaging back. I was like, yeah, baby, like uh, hit me up after quarantine. And I was going at the phone. Uh, and eventually it, I was like, yeah, I'll just message you back uh, when, you know, we're done with the quarantine or whatever. But um, yeah, would that uh, constitute as catfishing? Would that con? Oh, I don't know. I don't know because I mean Elena deleted the she deleted the uh, tender on her own because she felt like it was it was like creepy. Uh, I was like it's like it's just fun like you can turn off the dudes if you want because you you know you turn on girls and it goes back down to a normal level um, for her. So it's she deleted the uh, the tender. She made a new one and then uh, like basically is never on it. I think she. Uh, because basically she just wants a friend like she doesn't actually want somebody to fuck like me um she just wants another friend because uh, quarantine and then being an early mom i'm well, not like early she had when, uh, when she was 20 but like none of her friends had kids yet so it's hard to have friends you know when you're when you're a mom it's because it, it changes the game so much in terms of like what you can do and go out and you know you're not drinking anymore when you're breastfeeding and so on right um but yeah so she has she's on like bumble and tinder looking just for a friend because i mean I, i'm the one encouraging her to like get a fuck buddy i'm like one that'd be hot two like you could have a friend and like it's just like win-win i mean have fun and like basically it comes down to like yeah i like i have no fear whatsoever that you leave me i mean just absolute trust and not to say like you know just trust whoever you're with i mean that trust was earned over years and years and to start like at the beginning of the relationship as I think many people can say, uh, like we don't, there's not many good examples of relationships out there in our lives. So it's like, I, we kind of had to figure it out on our own. And I definitely had some trust issues and insecurity issues of my own. And then instead of like, just feeling like disgusting and sick and like, just like, Oh, every day, like whenever she'd go out or something, I ended up, you know, having to deal with that myself. And now it's like, like, no, she's not going to like go to like a crack house and just get gang banged. I mean, like, it's like, you know who you're with. And once you have that amount of trust with somebody, it's like you trust them to do whatever they want or whatever's comfortable or whatever you guys are agreed with. So it's like, for me, sex, not being against my morals in any way, I'm not religious. And, uh, as long as you're responsible with it, like have fun. Like I know our love is like, I know what our love is and I know our love isn't created purely because we have sex. And if it is, well then hell, like fuck the relationship should end because, I mean, I don't think sex equates to love, but so for that, sex is just a fun thing where it's like, 
you know, if it happens, it happens. Cool. Go out and have fun and, you know, live a little. All right. You know, I'll, I'll leave it at this is that, you know, every relationship has their dirt. It just depends on where, what rug you decide to sweep it under or dustpan you decide to sweep it in. Um, but it's time to get you into the, the, the TSP arena here while we, before we close it out. And I'll let Bobby take it away in the reins here for uh, this or that. You know, kind of explain. Absolutely. Um, and before we get into that, we actually, uh, the, the, this or that, the TSP arena is being open today. Thanks to our friends at From the Grass Up. You know, your boy Kyle, um, somewhat of your uh, your grilling rival. You know, that remains to be seen here. I think you might have uh, finished him off for the 2020 season, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, our boy Kyle Ben, been on the show a few times, uh, big-time supporter, always uh, looking out for us and, and giving us ideas on how to make the show better. He runs his own business out of Toledo. Um, they do a lot of uh, lawn care, um, anything from grass cutting, weed control, um, landscape and a big thing that they're really into this year is their uh, concrete landscape curbing. Uh, you can go around the house there, make your garden look really nice. Um, you know, around any shrubs or trees in the front yard, backyard, and uh, you know, make your yard look really legit. And um, you know, you call him up; he's going to be be there. You know, at uh, any time you choose, basically, and uh, he's going to come through. He's going to take care of you. Uh, he actually just took care of me a few days ago. And guy has my yard looking phenomenal. And, um, you know, he's going to treat you just like he would treat me, Dylan, um, you know, his wife and kids or whatever. That's just the kind of guy Kyle is. And the guys that from the grass up are, they're going to take care of you like family. And uh, you're going to get quality service every single time. No worries on that. Um, check them out uh, at their Facebook and Instagram, From the Grass Up, or their website at uh, www.fromthegrassup.com. And uh, if you want to, if you like what you see, you want to reach out. Uh, I believe there is um, emails and phone numbers on those um, platforms. If not, uh, you can actually contact Kyle at 419-345-5666 and make sure you mention Talking Shop. Um, now, Alex, before we get you in the arena, make sure you take your shoes off. Um, but while you're doing that, I'm going to ask you a question we ask all our guests, and that is, knowing what you know today, what is one thing you would tell your 18-year-old self? Uh, that's uh i mean that's a tough question but uh honestly it's probably just to uh not trust the uh guy who's trying to sell you a magazine subscription in the walmart parking lot because that turned out to be bullshit other than that though like life i'm (laughs) i'm pretty happy like uh everything that's led me up to now uh, it was just uh, i don't think there was anything i could have told myself at 18 to have any major effect it was just anything but maybe just like you know listen harder maybe uh because again everything that happened i've just grown so much each and every year it's insane to me uh just how much my perspective and how much i've grown and how much i've learned and all this stuff uh and there was never just one single thing where it's like hey uh I don't know, like, don't buy this or save money or talk to this person. I don't know. That's, I got nothing other than maybe again, the fucking Walmart guy. That was bullshit. (laughs) Fair enough, man. Fair enough. I hope you took them shoes off. Leave them at the mat. 
because Alex Trevor, you're about to enter the TSP arena. Are you ready? <sighs> yeah, I'm ready. He's in there. We got Dylan here on the on the time uh, keep. We're gonna put 90 seconds on the board, and you're gonna play this or that. Are you ready, sir? Yeah. So what? I just I just say this or like whatever you guys uh, like. There's nothing more. Like just. Yeah, you're in the arena. So whatever we tell you to do, you just do it, man. You're in the fucking yeah, the arena. The fuck you're down. Down. All right. <laughs> all just right. sit down, here. buckle up. All right, all right. Hit me up. And get ready for the clock. Dylan. Because you get the fucking time here. Play. <laughs> TSP. Let's go. This or that. T minus 90 seconds. High C or Capri Sun. Uh Capri Sun. Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? Nickelodeon. Starburst or Skittles? Starburst. Pornhub or Xvids? Pornhub. Dragon Ball Z or Pokemon? Dragon Ball Z. Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat. Power Rangers or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Power Rangers. Pizza Rolls or Pizza Bagels? Pizza Rolls. Scary or Comedy Movie? Scary. Nintendo or Sega? Sega. Bowling or Putt-Putt? Putt-Putt. Carnival or Circus? Fuck, Circus. Carnival eBay or Amazon? Amazon. Christmas or Halloween? Christmas. White or wheat? White. Sweet or sour? Sour. Simpsons or Family Guy? Simpsons. Card games or board games? Board games. One month without a car or one month without internet? Car. Batman or Superman? Batman. Country or city? City. No, country. Pop. Okay. Pop or soda? Um. Pop. Ice cream cone or bowl? Ice cream. Cone. Rock or rap? 15 seconds. Uh, rock. Uh, pen or pencil? 10. Spaghetti or Alfredo? Eight. Alfredo. Seven. Smoothies or milkshake? Six. Milkshake. Five. Muffins or cupcakes? Four. Muffins. Three. Fake Two. or real Christmas tree? One. Zero. Couch or recliner? Couch. And to end it off, again, rest in peace to Chadwick Bowman, we've got superheroes or supervillains? Uh, fuck. Superheroes. There it is. Alex, you now can get the fuck out of the TSP arena, man. (laughs) Asking questions. And close the door on the way out. Jesus. But nice job. Nice job on the this or that. You did very well. I think uh, you stumbled on maybe one or two, but that's what happens on this or that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there was a few ones. I'm like, ugh. Ice cream bo- cones? No, let's take the bowls. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, see? Wake up. <laughs> D-Lo, you know what it is. Always, baby. Another phenomenal episode. Alex Trevor, of all people, I did not think would ever be on or stepping in to the TSP arena. But by golly, he was here and he did a phenomenal job. Uh, we got through everything that I wanted to get through, honestly. I would love to get you back on here in the near future. See, check up on the status of that book even. Dude, Hopefully. Get, get maybe even done. Yeah, get me on here in the future because I want a raunchy episode. I, I've, okay. got, I've got a story that I that I got to tell. Uh, and De- definitely, I definitely want to hear that story. And I actually yeah. have some, uh, some, some funny stories as well I wanted to share on this episode. But, you know, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, but it was a phenomenal episode episode 74 of TSP from myself Bobby and our phenomenal guest Alex you all have a wonderful week we will see you Sunday
dick's flopping out. I'm feeling pretty good though. Like I, I'm like, yeah, this is a good dick day. So we're all good. 